Hello, uh, my name is Beth. I'm a photographer in Ohio, also a homeschooling mom. And my question is, um, how do you find time to work on your business? I try so hard to get all my homeschooling done in the morning and be done by noon and then um, try to get a few hours of work in. And it doesn't often happen. We get distracted by a hike or something that's, you know, good, um, but it's hard to stay focused on my business and then not work till midnight every night, which makes me very tired and not very excited to do homeschool the next day. So I would love to hear some tips on how to organize a day to get homeschool, family time, and business in there some way. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to step into the role as CEO in your motherhood and your business. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, take some serious action, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth, then you're in the right place. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be featuring live coaching on the Purpose Gathering podcast. So I will leave a link in the show notes if you want to leave your own question for me to answer on the podcast. So first of all, Beth, thank you so much for your amazing question. I cannot wait to dig in and share with you some really practical steps for what you can do to organize your day. Now, for everyone else that's listening right now that does not homeschool, this episode is still going to be really beneficial for you. Okay, so Beth shared a few different questions. How do you find time to work on your business while homeschooling and having kiddos at home? In a nutshell, I have to be super strategic about it. If I don't schedule it in, it just won't happen. Okay, next she asks, how do I stay focused on my business and not work till midnight? Can anyone else relate to the late night editing sessions and just cramming work time in whenever you can? I mean, I think you're all raising your hands. You totally get it. All right, Beth, I have three words for you. Boundaries. Girl, boundaries. Okay, so I am going to get into the nitty gritty today of giving you some really practical ways for how to step into this. How can you really organize your day when you've got work to do, you've got school to do, you have playtime that you want to do, you want to go take adventures with your kiddos? It's hard. Okay, I'm just going to start with that right here. It's hard. It's something that I feel like is never mastered because schedules are changing regularly. 
And so you really have to be okay with the fact that things will change and evolve. Okay, but I'm going to give you just a few steps because I'm a very systematic person. I love taking action. I love giving you clear, practical steps that you can take. Okay, so the first thing that you need to do when you are thinking about organizing your day is to start with the data. Okay, that's number one. And in order to get this data, you need to start tracking your time. Now, I know that when people hear this, they don't want to do it. Okay, it does take a little bit of time, but you know what? I have been time tracking extremely diligently for the past four weeks, and it does not take as much time as you might think. I actually now am super into it. Like, I want to time track because it's giving me so much data for me to make better informed decisions. It's showing me exactly what I'm spending my time on. And so when you do time track, you want to be diligent about writing down what specific task you're working on. Now, you don't have to get super specific, right? But you do want to make sure that when you go back and review your time tracking sheets, that you can remember, like, what is it that you were really working on? Okay, so when you do this, I want you to write the date, the amount of time that you spent, and then what exactly you were doing. So the way that I do this, that I find it the most simple, so instead of setting a timer, like a stopwatch, and giving myself an infinite amount of time to finish a task, I actually set myself a 15-minute timer. And then when I time track, I am just counting up how many timers it took. So I have actually a Trello card that says time tracking for the week of, and then I put the week of, right, the dates in there. And then I just, as I go through my days, I will time track. So if I sit down to work today, I set my timer for 15 minutes. When that timer goes off, I track that 15 minute tracker. I say 15 minutes I spent on emails. And then I set the 15 minute timer again, and I move on to the next task. If I didn't complete the task, I might set a second timer. So now I'm working in 15 minute chunks of time and it's really helping me be more productive, but also be more strategic because I feel like when the timer is going, I'm like, okay, I have only 15 more minutes. I have only five more minutes. And so it's really helping me stay focused. And so if someone like comes in or someone's talking to me, I'll pause the timer because I'm really competitive about it now. I'm like, I want to see how much time I'm actually spending. So when it comes to time tracking right now, I'm only talking about tracking what you're working on. I don't time track the rest of my life right now. I do kind of do like a general idea. So I want to know like, when we sit down to do school, like, how much time is this actually taking us? And so I might set a timer and see, okay, we're sitting down to do gather round. How long is that going to take us to do today? That way I can start to kind of get a clear picture of how much each thing takes us. And then that gives me a better idea of when I go to sit down and do that lesson next time, I know how much time I have to plan. But as you know, as a homeschooling mama, Beth, and those of you that are listening, if you homeschool as well, you know, and and really, honestly, just in general, you don't even have to be homeschooling for this to apply, but like things never really go as planned. And sometimes things take longer. Sometimes things don't take as long as you thought. And so it's really all about being flexible. Okay, so now that we talked about step number one, which is starting with data and starting to time track so you can see 
what are the tasks that I'm actually working on? What are the things that I'm responsible throughout the week? Step two is going to be pinpoint the work blocks that you need. So now that you have your time tracker, and I recommend doing this for about two to three weeks because, you know, everything is a little bit different, right? Even a month if you can, because you're going to have some things that happen just on a monthly basis or maybe things that happen, you know, every now and then. So it might not happen every single week, but you'll start to get a really clear picture if you time track for a full month. But then you'll start to see patterns in what you're working on. And so you can kind of lump everything together. And so as you're going through your time tracker, you can say, oh, this would fall under admin work, or this would fall under client work, things like, you know, editing the photos, um, client communication, that type of thing. You also could think about like, how much time are you spending at shoots? How much time are you spending creating content for Instagram or Facebook or your blog? Um, How much time are you spending on inquiry calls? So like all of those I feel like could be their own separate work block. And so I think that's really important is starting to batch these into specific time blocks. I also want you to think about things such as your school work blocks, your personal work blocks, if you have household work blocks that you need to be taken care of. Think about your life as a whole, right? Because we know as moms and as business owners, our lives are not two separate worlds. They overlap all the time. It's very messy. And so we have to take all things into consideration, even when we're thinking about organizing our day for our business, right? So how can we get these time blocks that we need for work, but also these time blocks that we need for our personal life that are really important, if not more important? Okay, step number three is going to be to create an ideal schedule. Okay, and the reason why I say your ideal schedule is because we know that life is unpredictable. We know that kids' schedules are unpredictable. Things happen, things change, just life in general changes. So we have to expect that and we have to be prepared for that. And so one way that I really love setting myself up for success is leaving margin for flexibility. And so it's really important that as you're creating this ideal schedule, that you are leaving some space in there for nothing, right? For things to go late, for people to get sick, for unexpected friends to come into town and have space to do it. Like one thing that I've learned over the past almost 11 years of being a mom and a business owner is to expect things to take longer, but also to give yourself way more time than you thought you needed so that you can rest in between. Because scheduling things back to back is the number one way to burn out, become anxious and overwhelmed. And so I have really had to rein in the things that I know I can do versus the things that I really have the capacity to do. Um, I think that's very different. And so it's really important for you to do the same. Even though you can do everything doesn't mean that you should. And you have to think about at what cost, at what cost are you doing all these things for yourself and for your kids? And it's just the hustle mentality is so ingrained in our culture. I think it's really hard to just have nothing booked on your schedule. But I promise you, the more that you do this, the more addicting it becomes to just have less scheduled, to just have less on your plate. Now, Beth, it is so funny that you come to me with this question because I ask this question of myself all the time. Like, 
how can I balance both? So it's not an uncommon question. And I think it's a question that we're going to continue to ask ourselves as homeschooling mamas, especially, because it's just ever changing. Our kiddos sometimes are really awesome in the morning when they are going to sit down and learn. And then other days, like they're not even ready until two o'clock to do school. And so it's really hard to be flexible when you also have a business and you're like, I have to be somewhat structured in my business. Sure, I can be flexible at home, but when I'm in my business, I can't do that. And so step number four is going to be to set and stick to time blocks. So it's important that your ideal schedule starts to take shape with these time blocks so that you can start to begin to see how much time am I spending working? Do I need to be spending this much time? Do I need more time? And then schedule in those work blocks that work best for you. So you know your kids best, Beth, and so you know when they are more, you know, ready to learn. And so you'll have to place your work blocks around those things. Now you could, I, we haven't talked specifically about what your schedule looks like, but for me, what my schedule looks like is I sort of need days where I'm only focused on school and the kids and household things. And then I need other days that are just dedicated to work because it's really hard for my brain to go from school mode to work mode and then back to mom mode. You Like I just, it's really hard for me to go in and out of those zones. And so what I have sort of decided, what's working for me right now is if we do school on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and all of my major work blocks would happen on Mondays and Fridays. And so again, that just gives like clear separation in the days so that I know if we want to go do adventures, if we want to take place, you know, take um, a field trip with our homeschooling group or something like that, that Tuesday through Thursday are the days that I am flexible to do those adventures. And that if anything lands on a Monday or Friday, that's something that I get to decide at that point. Do I want to swap my days, right? Because I have that flexibility. So if on Mondays, the homeschool group is going somewhere super awesome and I don't want to miss it, then I can just flip flop that and change my work block day to a Tuesday. So I hope that this is helping you sort of kind of organize your own day and think through what works best for you and your family. And maybe also you will adapt the same plan that I have where it's just mostly focused on school one day and work the other days. And now, of course, I do work Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, but I don't plan on that, right? So like, I don't necessarily count on that is what I'm trying to say. So I will have some time in there that's earmarked for work. But if I don't get to work that day, it's not a stressor because I know that the things I absolutely have to get done will get done on Mondays and Fridays. The other thing that I have had to be really strategic about and strict about are the homeschool time blocks. So when I do set up these expectations with my kids that, hey, we are going to be doing school from nine to noon because that is what we do 
I want to make sure that I'm not trying to just cram everything in. So I have a tentative schedule. I know what I want to get done that day. But if we don't get it done, I am trying my hardest to be okay with it not getting done instead of extending our day or, you know, adding more time after lunch or something, for example, I will just be okay with the fact that it didn't get done and push it off for the next day. And one thing that I think is really important to keep in mind as well is just getting really creative for these time blocks. So for me, my work blocks look very different and it really just depends on the week. So the Sunday before a new week is when I like to plan out what's going to be happening throughout the week. And so I will have some time blocks that are already set in stone Like we go to a trampoline park once a week for two hours, and that's a really good time block that I have. Sometimes we'll go to my in-laws pool and my kids will swim while I'm working poolside. On the weekends, I have a work block. It's my CEO time where my husband gets to hang out with the kids and I go to Starbucks and I get a few hours to work there. So these are all really strategic ways that I kind of fit work blocks into my week and they are set work blocks. Maybe the times change, but they happen every single week and it's something that I can look forward to. I think also utilizing screen time, if you allow that in your home, we have very strict screen time boundaries. I only let my kiddos watch screens by themselves. I say by themselves because we sometimes will do like movie night together or we'll watch, you know, like a show on Netflix together as a family. But like by themselves, they get to have screen time one day a week and it's usually only for about 45 minutes. And so that is one of my time blocks as well. And so you can really get creative about what your kiddos are doing during this time block And just make it something that is a routine. So every single Monday, you do this. Every single Thursday, you do this. Whatever the case may be. And it really becomes a routine. Now, my kids know when we go to the trampoline park. They know when we're going to go poolside. And it's just so um, much better for everyone in general for us to all know what's going on and being on the same page. But the really important thing I think I want to drive home is just to be flexible, right? Like we have these boundaries in place and we have these guidelines in place, but also just know that things might change and that's okay. That's the beauty of homeschooling. That's the beauty of being an entrepreneur and we get to call the shots. The one thing I do want to caution you is that make sure that one is not getting push to the side more often, right? Okay, so for me, I have to be really careful that I'm not like, okay, guys, mommy has to work, so we're skipping school for the next five days, right? Because sometimes that really feels very tempting because I'm like, I just don't want to deal with both. It's really hard sometimes. It's really exhausting. And then vice versa. I can't do that with work either. I can't be like, well, I'm just not feeling it. We're just going to go, you know, on vacation for the next week. Of course, we could do that, but I can't do that every week. So that's what I'm saying. So just be really mindful of that balance, setting aside that time on the um, on the weekend to just look ahead at what's coming up and say, okay, what's on the agenda? How much time do I need? Where can I fit these time blocks? And what would the ideal schedule be like? And then what am I going to be okay with if something doesn't go right? 
I hope this was helpful for you, Beth. I hope everyone else listening that you're able to take some nuggets of wisdom and apply this to your own life when you are organizing your day so that you can work and play. As always, Mama, I am here rooting for you and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.